Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast. This is episode number 155. Holy moly, Steve. Getting up there. <laughs> We're quite old. Older than Canada now. <laughs> yeah, officially Canada. Uh, and older than video games. That's if true. Every episode was a year, which they're not. They're a week. Because this is a <laughs> weekly show covering all the games made in Canada and the people who create them. My name's Steven. Uh, it's spelled with a P-H-N-N-A because uh, my dad was stressed out that night. And joining me, the other main dude, Steven, but it's with a P-H-N-N-E. But we just call him Steve to avoid confusion. And so far, everyone's been confused who we talk to about it. <laughs> Especially when we get emailed by someone else who's a Steven. Yeah. Just, it's, or Steve. It just causes confusion. It's the Spider-Man time. meme where he's pointing at himself. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh, CanadianGameDevs.com is supported by our, our amazing patrons over at Patreon.com slash CanadianGameDevs, who I don't think there's a Steve or Steven yet. So if you want to be the first Steven to back us, you can do so over at patreon.com slash devs. If you back us there, you'll get uh, special access to a Patreon-only channel on our awesome Discord, two-day early access to the show, except for this week because vacation happened, but normally it goes up on Mondays for patrons, Wednesdays for everyone else, shoutouts at the end of every episode if you back us higher than a dollar a month, and the knowledge that you're helping us keep the lights on covering the game dev scene, and event discount codes and game key giveaways but that's not why you should do it although that's a nice perk but uh it's like um when you give kids treats to do something you know it's like that shouldn't be it shouldn't be why you're doing it you should be doing it because you know you remember the family or whatever mom said oh i got um, you yeah i'm checking yeah. their former patrons and there was a steve a former steven patron mm, there's a spot open for a steve <laughs> but only one <laughs> <laughs> it's like the no homers club no homers <laughs> uh yeah let's start by just taking some time steve um to ask you how your vacation was because i'm curious <sighs> it was nice it was very very nice my brother bought a cottage uh up it's about an hour and a half northeast of barry it's pretty far north and uh it's on this lake that i guess just like there's a lot of just people like generational families on this lake like the same like the same families have owned all the cottages and just they managed to luck themselves in into it um and uh yeah it was just super calm super super relaxed and i haven't really had a time off since like sophia was born which doesn't really count Um, almost a year ago yeah ten and a half months ago and even before that like it was probably like a year and a half ago so it's been a long time since i had a vacation and you know no internet and or very chiggly internet and swimming and barbecuing it's good times mm. i miss mm, it that sounds wonderful I miss it already yeah so i, I apologize because yeah i was i was nowhere like in a place to do anything <laughs> it would have been it would have been garbage audio and we're not about that life here at not, anymore. Exactly. not anymore um i have the the flight simulator patch downloading in the background it's just playing some like really nice menu music it's currently at 14 gigabytes out of 92 oh, gigabytes jesus <laughs> on pc or xbox on pc i don't know if it's on xbox but it's on game pass because it's a xbox game studio game yeah um yeah Holy and it, it's it's just some really nice background music i highly recommend if you got game pass just open it check out that that music but yeah so what what you do is like in the xbox app on windows i like um whenever it became available like on the store i said download it was like pre-download was what the button said so i click that and then the icon appeared in my library and then i clicked it to open it this morning 
and it was like installing the rest of the game i was like oh so this is just meaningless what i did before <laughs> which reminds I me feel, i feel tricked i'm downloading spirit Far Spear Fair? How would you? How do Spirit you? Spirit Fair. Spear Fair. I'm downloading that right yeah, now. Yeah, so. I think Fair. Spoiler, Steve, for news. But anyway, let's get oh, into sorry. the events first because <laughs> we always start with some events coming up at the end of this month. The Women Game Jam Canada is happening Friday, August 21st to Sunday, August 30th. Um, let me read the description here up on our site, CanadianNotes.com/events. The Women Game Jam is a game creation marathon that aims to promote the empowerment and growth of women in the games industry. Women Game Jam Canada will be making games in parallel with participants in eight countries across North and Latin America. Join the amazing event, uh, yeah, on their site. They have a Facebook event page you can sign up for and a Facebook group, and you can also find the info on our site, canadiangamedevs.com slash events. Uh, Game Dev Atlantic is happening this fall. They announced one of their speakers, Snug Sound, from our Discord. Shout out to him. Uh, we'll be talking about game development. Cosmocat Games, uh, check out Toxicant and Early Access. So, if you want to hear from some successful independent game developers in the game dev region or community in Atlantic Canada, it's open to everyone too. So, you don't have to be here because it's online to check it out. Um, I think making games everywhere is pretty much the same. You just need a computer, right? So, I think, much, yeah. I think that'll be, be interesting to you if that's something you want to check out and tickets are still available and then the oh yeah that's september 18th and the day after is the game devs of color expo which we've been plugging speakers workshops event is for growing the game dev community and the people of color who are making games steve sorry i got a thing in my throat there (sighs) it's good there's some good (laughs) events coming up steve we got and we don't have any of those, you know, whenever you share an event where it's like women game jam, you're like, can mango? No, we don't get any of that, any of that bullshit here. It's, it's just good vibes all the way down. It's all digital, which is just dope. It's like the, yeah. it's like something, it's like one of those things that COVID has kind of helped. Like, it's nice that all these things are digital because it just like removes so many barriers of people who, like a lot of these things would always be in bars and shit. And it's just like, people don't want to go mm-hmm. to bars and, and whatnot for socials and, and all these things, so good mm-hmm. yeah it's good i think that's the silver lining here let's plug our job single job uh pixel knots was listing their jobs previously but have filled them all so if that's a good sales pitch for listing your job on canadianadevs.com i'll just leave it out there um but canuck play in peterborough ontario is still looking for a couple roles they're looking for a full-time senior unity game developer with at least five years experience making games strong knowledge of c-sharp unity 3d gaming experience console development etc they're also looking for a full-time unity game developer not senior with at least three years experience strong math and stats skills it's a football game experience on published games strong knowledge of c-sharp unity's ui system and 3d game development experience and then they are also looking for a part-time QA tester, two days per week uh, for now, but increasing during the last weeks of development. A good understanding of the game QA process, strong communication skills, knowledge of Jira, which is bug tracking software, and previous game QA experience preferred. Actually, wait, is Jira a task manager? I use Jira. What is this? It's like a Jira is like a bug track. Like I know it as like a bug tracking. 
Right. Software. I like my my studio uses it for um, like tasks and stuff. You create like. Yeah, we anyway. use that too. If you if you by the way if you hear a baby laughing or crying or whatever in the background, it's just my baby laughing or crying. Um, yeah, like I've used Jira as like a bug tracker, but I've also used it as like a you can use it as like kind of a scrum like mm-hmm. yeah, that's like, what we use it for. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it's like it's always either Jira or Trello. Those are like the only two. <laughs> I have um, heard. I've seen one other one like on job applications, but all that all right. to say, this is a great way to get into the industry too. QA is often where a lot of game developers get their start. Um, so, and, and if I, good- you know, as like QA is a good way to get in the door, and you don't really see a lot of QA opportunities in sort of the indie scene. So, if like, mm-hmm. you know, there's been a lot of stuff against AAA studios lately, if, you know, if you don't want to. If you want to get into the scene, like this might be a really good way to kind of do that. If you want to build up those QA chops and and uh, kind of just do a more indie focused uh, project, so at an established, successful game studio. Yeah, I mean they they got a game coming out in the next like three September months? September Steve next month. Ooh, that's soon. It still says September twenty twenty on their thing, and that was one of the news things. Okay, I remember a news thing I forgot to plug, but we'll get to that. <laughs> anyway, all those jobs are up on our site, canadiangames.com slash jobs. Check those out. And if you want to list a job with us to help get some game dev talent for your project, hit us up, contact at canadiangamedevs.com. All right, Steve, I'm gonna transition to the news and that 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 moment there where we're talking about September, Doug Flutie coming out, they confirmed uh, Canuck Play confirmed that anyone who buys oh yeah that's right uh, Doug Flutie's Maximum Football 2020 on their Xbox One or Xbox One X will get the Series X version for free. Huge ups to Canuck Play. Nice job. Yeah, I mean, are are the only two studios or two games that have announced that they aren't doing this is uh, NBA 2K21 and Control and like the older Control or whatever. Yeah, and. I think it's just a bunch of studios who will just see how long they don't have to say anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, I feel like it's going to be a lot of games, especially because as the game industry has proven, people will buy the same game again if it's popular. So yeah, and I the feel onus like- isn't on the studios as much as it's on the players to push them. Yeah, and I feel like controls doing it in a shittier way because it's people who like if you're an nba fan and you just know you're like okay well if that's what i gotta do then you know that's the situation and if i get the mamba edition like they they they're telling fans before they purchased it but control is like no that that version you bought you know six months ago is is not going to transfer for to be fair though steve the series x and ps5 weren't even announced when control came out they weren't how old's Control? No, that that was August 2019. Oh my god, Control's that old? Control's over a year old. Oh my god, it is. Yeah, it'll be a year this month, which is why they're doing the the special edition. Mm, okay, fair. I mean, shitty for both of them. I still think they should because it's it was a huge success. They got the millions of Epic money, and it was a huge huge success, right? And that was in no small part due to all those people who got it at launch and were hyped about it. Yeah, it's like not like it's not um. It's not like rewarding, you know, the, your biggest fans, really. <laughs> and they also announced DLC, so there's going to be new money coming in through the DLC that people would be more inclined to buy if they got a free upgrade for Control on their PS5. You know? 
Yeah, I know. Like, who who owns Control now and the DLC? And they're just like, no. Like, there's no reason I'm buying that. I might as well just buy the the game, the whatever, the complete edition when it's on sale in like two years or something like that. Like, that's what I'd be mm-hmm. doing. Like, that's sort of yeah. what I am doing because I I borrowed Control from a friend. I do want to mm-hmm. play the DLC, but I'm like now I'm just like ah whatever. I'll wait in like 2022 when it's like exactly 10 bucks or something. See, I was following some people on Twitter talking about it and looking into the the rights of Control is kind of weird because their publisher, 505 Games, is a huge UK publisher, mm-hmm. and and Remedy the studio has been you know super cool, you know relative to other studios in terms of trying to keep their fan base happy and stuff like that. So a lot of people are observing that this doesn't really feel like a Remedy game studio move. This feels like a publisher move. Mm. Which, you know, Remedy signed the contract, but also puts it into a bit of more context. Damn, Remedy's stock is doing pretty well, too. Hey, you won a bunch of Game of the Year awards. That always helps out. Yeah, I think they're traded. They're like, tra- where are they? Where's Remedy located again? I think it's the UK. Oh. Is that right? That might not be right. They might oh, also it's like have Sweden those, like- or something. Where is it? Pablo? Oh, they're on the Nasdaq. Maybe uh, fuck. It's already too late. You gonna buy? You gonna buy some remedies? I was thinking. I was looking at buying them earlier when like there was rumors of Sony purchasing them. Because when you, as far as I understand, and and I might be wrong on this, when you own like stock of like a company and it's purchased by another company, that stock now becomes that other company's stock. So if I buy Remedy stock and then they're purchased by Sony, the Remedy stock is now Sony stock, and the Sony stock is much better. So you Mm -hmm. like instantly get. Uh, like the benefits. So I was looking into buying it, but I, it's like you, I can only buy things off the TSX and like the um, and like the New York Stock Exchange, and, and they weren't on there. So I don't know. Anyways, the point is, Doug Flutie's Maximum Football is going to be a free update on PS5 and Xbox One. Sorry, Series X. So that's just Series, cool. just Series X for now. They haven't confirmed PS5. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, or at least that was the, the tweet I read. Just confirmed Series X as part of the Xbox program. Mm, here, let me do. Yeah. Let me, let me do a little bit of a dive here. We'll do a little sleuthing. I would. I would assume that means they want to do it for all platforms. So I think it's a. It's a matter of trying to get that sorted out with Sony. Yeah. True. Let me. Um, I'll go through. I'll dig through their Twitter, and we can move to the next one or whatever. Okay. Next bit of news. Uh, Parkasaurus. contender for steven uh best game name of 2020 uh, has left early access on steam and actually some uh, people in our discord picked it up uh, because we wrote about it and we're playing it and sharing their pictures of their cute dinosaurs so that's always cool to see oh really i missed that developed by canadian indie studio wash bear at wash bear studio on twitter the game uh is currently still in its launch week discount so if you want to check it out it's 20 percent off for 22 canadian dollars it's a dinosaur tycoon management simulation where you take care of your dinosaurs by constructing well-designed exhibits, researching specialized technologies, maximizing profits to expand the ultimate dinosaur theme park. Do you favor development for guests or your dinosaurs? You so don't. I feel like that's going to be the, the core question of this particular sim is do you increase attractions for guests or increase comfort for dinosaurs and they, that'll be like the two types of parks you see people making but yeah it's uh been in early access for about a year it seems to be about a two-person team at wash bear studio their tweet reads mt and i are ecstatic to finally release so i think i think it is just like a core two-person team yes um 
and yeah, I, I, I apologize. I forget who I was talking to in our discord about it, but we were, we were talking about, um, we were both big fans of the, the classic zoo tycoon, Microsoft studios games and roller coaster tycoon. And those were grid based. Um, and then sort of like the Renaissance of those games with like planet zoo and planet coaster were sort of like free drag around. Like there was no grids. It was kind of just like, yeah, a lot more free. And I was like, I didn't really like those as much as the grids. And then uh, he confirmed to me that this one goes back to the grids, which is what I needed to hear. This is awesome. The art style looks really dope too. I'm digging this. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'm seeing some of this gameplay now in the trailer on the site. I'm liking this. Have you? So wait, have you played this or no? I haven't. No. Mm-hmm. It looks great. It looks great. the The launch trailer is super cute. Um, again, yeah, it's a really bright, colorful art style with a whole bunch of fun dinosaurs. Um, yeah, who I, doesn't uh, want? And it, it's not like because um they did those licensed Jurassic World games, and they yeah. got like Jeff Goldblum to narrate and stuff, and it was like it was whatever. You basically just played as long as you could until the dinosaurs broke out and killed everyone. Um, so it was kind of like repetitive in that sense. But this is more like the classic Zoo Tycoon, but with dinosaurs. I uh, I added it to my wish list because I want to. You want to get it someday? Yeah. And I'll play the jingle. Thank you. You're welcome, Steve. Man, I miss Roller Coaster Tycoon. I can go for another one of these games. But although go someone just just tonight someone was talking about Golftopia as well so yeah also we plugged on the site yeah so one of these one of these games is going to win out steve's uh wallet on getting that game that uh dude tyke. just uh, share share steam libraries with me and then uh we can um i have planet zoo and planet coaster and you could try those okay you'll just have to tell me how to do that because i don't know what we'll, that, we'll do it. i don't, we'll I don't do even it. know what that means so that's okay steve uh <laughs> <laughs> next to the news uh sea of stars the most successful Canadian video game Kickstarter ever mm-hmm. we've covered on the site and the podcast before is having an exclusive demo coming out on August 20th, which is this week or in the past. If you're listening from the future, um, reading here from the Kickstarter post exhausted and brimming with excitement. We're happy to finally announce that our super backers exclusive demo will be out on August 20th, uh, featuring three different areas of the game to explore. The demo has been cut out of the middle portion of the game heavily redacted to avoid spoilers mm-hmm. um so to be eligible for the demo you have to have backed at the super backer or top backer role and be in their discord so if that's you do that there is i assume uh, this demo will come out for everyone probably I, in the future i assume so as well um there is like uh you can someone asked on twitter like if he didn't back it at that level or whatever is there time or is, is there a way and they do have i guess i've never heard of this backerkit.com there's like a sea of stars then um, so if you Google Sea of Stars backer kit, then you'd be able to still pre-order it or get to it. And it looks like it's $60 to Interesting. Get, get to that level. And it gives you a digital copy, access to playable demo, which we're talking about, access to the private dev channel, digital art book, your name in the super backer, backer section. So Interesting. It's kind of exciting that there's a demo because this game is a 2022 game. So I know that's what they say. Yeah, so so I know like you know that it's just a demo. It's just a vertical slice. They they're just taking the probably the best part and just being like, here you go. And who knows how long it is? Could be a half hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of exciting because it's it's mm-hmm. well, well like it's well a year away, more than a year. So good on them. Good on them. 
Next bit of news today, Steve. Uh, Rogue Legacy 2 is entering early access. Uh, as of this recording, the sequel to the cult classic Rogue Legacy is now out on Steam. And I think the Epic Games Store? I don't want to mislead people, though. We're not a we're not a fake news, you know? Let me double check. I'm pretty sure it was, <laughs> but uh, I'll double check. Did you, pick up, uh, did you pick up Alto's Odyssey and Adventure or whatever on Epic? Definitely. Yeah, free on the Epic Store. I also got Super Brothers, which was free two weeks ago. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, lots of lots of Canadian games coming. Celeste was one of them. A Short Hike was one of them. So the Epic money is flowing into Canadian pockets. So, right. okay. I've not seen on the Doug Flutie's Maximum Football that it's coming to, that it'll have a PS5 update. Just mm. as FYI. So just, but yeah, sorry, okay. let's, uh, I think they're I think they're working on it, or I'd imagine yeah. that's something they're working on. And yes, I can confirm, uh, Rogue Legacy Two is on the Epic Game Store, and it has the launch discount, ten percent off for twenty Canadian dollars. So you can get Rogue Legacy Two in early access, so you can be there from the very beginning, see everything. Oh, that's my cat. If you hear a cat in the background, wow. that's my cat meowing. Being a cat? <laughs> being a cat. Being only what he can be. Um, yeah. Uh, neither of us have played yet, but we, we have codes. We're going to stream, play, give our impressions. Um, are, <laughs> have you played yet? No, I haven't played it. I did uh, download or whatever, but I haven't uh, I haven't copied yet. I was on vacation. It's true. It's true. But now you got two weeks at home to, to vacay with some games. I know. I can't wait. Very Exciting. Cool. Uh yeah, so Rogue Legacy 2, Steam, Early Access, and Epic, Early Access. Uh, next bit of news, all of these come from the Nindies Direct today. I love that, Nindies. It's like Nintendo Indies, you get it? Um, they streamed today at 1 on their YouTube, and I pulled out three Canadian games with big Switch news, Steve, starting with Spirit Fair from Thunder Lotus in Quebec. It's an out now. They just they just they just did it. It's out. It's out now on Switch and Game Pass. Um, huge, huge game. This has been on people's radar. I remember Sebastian talking about it last time he was on the show. They went and to the got a chance to play it at the studio when they were at uh, Migs, I think, and um, were raving about it then. And I th- I feel like it, I thought it would be a bigger build up to launch, but no, it's out now. Switch. Yeah. Game Pass. Yeah, and I'm I'm downloading on Game Pass, so I'm going to give it a shot in the next week or so. So I'll be sure to talk about that on next podcast. But I'm excited. I'm gonna download it too. It's it's such a great premise, and apparently, it's it's very deep because you're you're sort of this. Uh, what do you call the person who like fair fairer? It's a fair. Duh, it's in the name. Who like takes people <laughs> from the land of the living to the to the dead? You know, you help them into the afterlife, and at the same time, your your barge thing is like your little base building, and you can like upgrade it and stuff and you're just having conversations with people as you fairer them around their spirits yeah. oh i get it you're fairing the spirits wow there you go wow <laughs> genius it's uh, out on steam as well i don't know if you oh i, I forgot uh, to mention steam as well um yeah. yeah so switch game pass steam is it on playstation that's good oh actually you know what i think i saw the trophies pop for or like uh didn't didn't i send you that trophy i list? think you sent me the list let me let me take a quick look now I have a yeah, whole it, newfound appreciation for the name. It is a uh, the trophies are at least live. Let's go, let's go to the PlayStation Store website to see if it's there. The trophies are there though. You got to imagine. 
Spiritfare is a cozy management game about dying. You play Stella, fairy master to the deceased. Build a boat to explore the world, befriend and care for spirits before finally releasing them to the afterlife. Farm, mine, fish, harvest, cook, and craft your way across the mystical seas. It is uh, it's it is on PS4. I've added it to my wish list on PS4. But you know, with it being on Game Pass, like it's forty dollars, and I haven't played it yet, so I don't know if forty dollars, like you know, what it's the value of forty dollars is with it. You can't beat free. It looks Steve. awesome. But yeah, you can't. I can't beat Game Pass subscription. Like that thing alone cost me like nine dollars a month or something ridiculous. Exactly. So, as long as I play this stupid thing in like the next four months, then I'm good. Exactly. <laughs> Which I definitely will. So it's. I don't know. It's, it's always a hard sell for non-Game Pass people. I don't even understand like how Xbox is getting away with this. But anyways, they they got to be hemorrhaging money. This is like a ten-year plan. Yeah. Um, Fantasy Chronicles remastered. I can't wait for that. Anyways, sorry. next indie in the Indies showcase was a short hike. Steven's Game of the Year 2019 is out now on Switch, where it deserves to be. This was another available now moment. It's on Switch. You can buy it, um, and you should, because last time Brett was on the show too, he said. Doug, when are they flipping the switch on this? And yeah, that's true. They did. They flipped it. They they flipped the switch. It's um, only uh, nine dollars on Switch as well. So. Absurd! Such a good game, and that's a perfect yeah. system for it too. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, definitely check out a short hike on your Switch if you haven't played it. Um, and lastly, Steven and, and we have a <laughs> and we have a po- uh, interview with the, with the. We do. I, I reposted it today. Got some love. Uh, I wonder if it got any hits. I'll have to I'll have to check. Um, but yeah, we, we interviewed Adam Robinson Yu, the Toronto-based uh, solo indie developer of A Short Hike, um, uh, who won uh, IGF and GDC awards for the game this year. It was, uh, you know, we said it was good first. We're a bit of a trendsetter that way. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's great. You should read the interview, then you should play the game, and then you should contemplate life because it's a very and then join the Discord and then talk about yeah. Talk to you... me. Talk to me about A Short Hike. Join our Discord and talk to me about it. Uh, lastly, Steven's sixth favorite game of 2019 <laughs> and the biggest snub of the game awards <laughs> grindstone is coming to switch this autumn, Steve proving once and for all Apple arcade games are not bound to the system they're signed up for. Is this mm. one, this will be one year since launch, which is probably what it, the contract was. Cause it launched with Apple arcade in September of last year, which means oh, it's yeah, been a year. Point. So I, I'm curious whether we'll start to see other Canadian Apple Arcade exclusives coming out on other platforms, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Is um, there another one? But there were a couple, like Hot Lava from Clay in BC oh, yeah, sure. came out on Apple Arcade and Steam. So it's probably like a Grindstone and Capybara <laughs> signed a thing with Apple to be exclusive for a year. And uh, Skate City and Where the Cards Fall from uh, Built by Snowman. Which mm-hmm. I, I, I think, well, I, they published it. I don't think they developed it. Which is the Altos Odyssey people. Right, right. And those were all Apple Arcade exclusive. Yeah. So we might start to see Apple Arcade games coming elsewhere, like the Switch. Grindstone on Switch is perfect. You have to play Undocked because it's just a, it's a perfect touchscreen game. I don't, I don't even want to think about what it would be like with a controller, but I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. Definitely play it Undocked is my recommendation. <laughs> um, yeah, they're going to have to, I don't know, do the thing, those other different aspect ratio games do where like they just put just a png on the side to fill the screen because it is yeah well no actually it supports ipad so they probably have something figured out um, maybe on ipad they do the, the thing yeah they might they might um but yeah definitely check out you can wish list on um 
eShop too, but I don't know if they have like they always have like the coming out soon, but it's usually like only a couple weeks ahead. So if Grindstone's on there, you should definitely wishlist that. I think I've gotten emails about things being on sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can you can wishlist every game on the store that's like out out, but getting on the store as like a pre order isn't universal. Yeah, true, true. Um, but yeah, that's it for the news. Lots of indies, lots of beautiful, big beautiful games coming to Switch and Steam, and oh my gosh, Steve, Xbox Series X, can't wait. Actually, I'm not getting one, I- but. <laughs> <laughs> And and I yeah I, I searched Canucks plays Twitter and they, and they only mentioned the the Xbox and mm. someone asked about PS5 and it was left unanswered. So. Mm, they must be waiting to hear back from Sony. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, all right, Steve, let's move on to wish list. This everyone's favorite segment, inspired by Brett and Steve, rest in peace, Brett. Frequent wish listing of games while we were talking about them. Every week, I highlight three upcoming Canadian-made games that we add to our wish list right now. Because as we know, Steve, we are all beholden to the almighty Steam algorithm. All hail Gabe. He is mighty and just. And so, in order to help out Canadian developers against this incredibly bombarded and oversaturated algorithm, we add them to our wish list, encourage other people to do the same, help them get noticed. I want to start today with Title Shock from Moonray Studios in Hamilton, Ontario. It's currently in early access, but they're hoping to get out uh, sometime in 2021. <clears throat> an underwater arena shooter with a shocking twist eight players battle in a classic respawn arena to capture the reactor and boil the competition uh so this game came out in may of this year in early access uh it's got some positive reviews i'm seeing at the bottom here uh highly mm-hmm. recommended three hours on record um let's see what let's see what they say down here uh, this is a cautious recommendation. The game is fun to play and visually appealing, but there's a lack of player base, which makes it difficult to find a match. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's my concern with it too. Go ahead and take a look at the game, which has some serious potential. Thank you, Salasa B on Steam. Um, so yeah, definitely, I would. Uh, they they plug their their Discord, I think here, which is definitely where you want to find people to play with, because that seems to be an issue. Um, but people who have played it have said they really liked it. It's got uh, some some critic reviews down here at the bottom. Nines and eights I'm seeing, so yeah. What do you think, Steve? It's looking pretty good. Similar, Actually, I didn't even know this game came out because they worked on a game called Debris mm-hmm. earlier, which was like a survival co-op like underwater swimming game. And I remember playing like a really early build of it. And uh, I guess they kind of just like took that engine or whatever and just made like a multiplayer brawler out of it um kind of cool because like water is neat because like you can go you're not like confined to it's like space really because you're not like but like no space flying game has really done this where it's like you're not really confined to um gravity i guess the ground like yeah water, yeah underwater you can just kind of go in any way direction you want to so it looks pretty good and i i agree the art style looks pretty cool they throw in a lot of cool colors because they're just like we got to combat all this blue somehow yeah (laughs) yeah it's pretty there's like underwater lava and like big purple gems so it looks to me like you have one of those things you hold on to and they like swim you forward really fast like uh subnautica has that and uh i'm assuming debris had that um but then you have to like let go of that to start shooting people so like you use it by somebody and like jump off your thing and then pull your gun and start having a little little third person duel here 
You know yeah, what they have in the neat. Steam page description? Gifts. 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 I understand the game. Just looking at gifts. Um, <laughs> so you know, Steve, I got to ask, is Title Shock on your wish list? That it is. And also bonus wish list. I'm going to add debris on my PS4 wish list because I know it, it was ported to PS4 pretty silently. I remember like I saw the trophies pop up and uh, and they didn't even like tweet about it. I think they just kind of... I'm guessing they just let like a porting studio like take care of it or whatever. Huh. But I'm gonna add that to my wish list too. So double wish list. Okay, I can double that. Next game on wish list this this week, Goodbye Volcano High. Of course we talked about at the launch of the PS five stream. Um a huge, huge debut for the next game from Co op Mode in Montreal. Goodbye Volcano High is <clears throat> a cinematic narrative adventure about love change in the end of an era guide fang through their final year of high school as they try to make things try to make things right before time is up i think the premise here or the like thing i'm picking up from this uh logo of a volcano is at the end of this high school i think all the dinosaurs are going to die steve if i had to if i if i had to guess how this game ends yeah i think it's i think we're talking about how it's like their last year at this high school so it's like that's the goodbye but then also that you could see the comet and the thing they're they're all going to Goodbye, dinosaurs. <laughs> like that, like that, uh, like that dinosaur show from like the '90s, or whatever that ended with, uh, with um, the Ice Age. Anyways, I thought this game was a 2020 game, but it says 2021 on Steam. So it's also coming to PlayStation Five, which is probably where you're going to play it if you do. Uh, oh yeah, obviously. Obviously, what if but, it comes to Game Pass? <laughs> That's the tough thing, man. That's those are like the that's the decision I got to make all the time. Where it's just like, but like it's a financial decision, which is usually pretty easy. So I'm just like, you know what? I'll just I'll cop this and I'll just play on Game Pass. And then it's like, if I really want to double dip, then I'll just double dip. But I don't think I have I've double dipped yet. The only game that I've really kind of technically triple dipped is uh, I have Celeste free on Epic Game Store mm-hmm. and I have it from Xbox like Games with Gold, but I mm-hmm. bought it on PS4 like full charge mm. it's really the only time i've done that got that platinum too yeah i got the platinum uh it'd be a go- really easy platinum if you want it to be so <laughs> it can and uh, they're okay with that and i'm okay with that uh the steam description missing uh some key features mainly gifts um but they're they're plugging their stunning hand-drawn art style and character animations a huge variety of cinematic minigames Fully voiced acted with a cast starring Lachlan Watson from The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Not sure if that rings any bells for anyone. Oh, I, uh, uh, I've watched that show. It's a Netflix show. Oh, there you go. Um, and uh, one of the voice actors is in this game. Um, I'm picking up some Night in the Woods oh, vibes, yeah, Steve. Like a, like a 3D Night in the Woods in terms of anthropomorphic characters kind of branching story decisions starring late teens um yeah and uh i love night in the woods steve one of my one of my favorite games ever so if this game can hit me in the feel zone right right in the feel gut punch yeah what 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 are the dinosaur dressing people called it's not furries it's scalies scalies yeah my my uh, my cousin uh, is working on her um like half furry half scale suit and it's got like dinosaur mask and stuff and i've been following the progress uh, via FaceTime and uh, yeah, but aren't aren't dinosaurs technically birds? Yeah, weren't they covered in feathers or something? 
that's what that's what we think now and that they're like birds are sort of the evolutionary thing so what are what do you call the bird people Feather, featheries featheries i think they would be furries even though it's not fur i think they would although i don't know we're, we're all we're all speaking out of our depth here steve Oh, I have no, I know nothing about this subculture. <laughs> there, there's some furry listening to this. He's like, "No, it's this and this." And we're like, "Ah, shit, sorry." Don't group uh, me with those losers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, goodbye, volcano high on Steam. Uh, you're not going to get on Steam, but would you consider adding it to your wish list? I I already have. Excellent. And, and yeah, like like I've mentioned before, there's games where I'm like, "There's no way I'm going to play this on Steam. I want to get it on PS5 or PS4 or whatever." But uh, you know, we as as Stephen mentioned earlier, like we are all slaves to the algorithm and the algorithm. So you both in games and in the rest of your life. (laughs) Yeah, apparently, I guess. Uh, Last game I want to plug for you today, Steve. We mentioned before in a very cryptic announcement from uh, Daniel Mullins Games in Vancouver, Inscription is finally up on Steam uh, with a 2021 release date. Inscription is an inky black card-based odyssey that blends the deck-building roguelike escape room-style puzzles and psychological horror into a blood-laced smoothie. Darker still are the secrets inscribed upon the cards. Mwah! That is one of the best team descriptions I've ever read in this whole goddamn show, Steve. That is how you sell <laughs> your game. There's no gifts in the Steam description. In fact, the the game the, the Steam page description is incredibly small. But um, there's a trailer and screenshots, which is a good good place to start. There's always time to add gifts later. This game looks whack, Steve. What do you think? Yeah, it's because uh, we were talking about how you hold the cards or whatever and and see all the things. But but there's also looks like a little bit of escape from room stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Like looking at the trailer, so. I thought it was like a card based thing, but I guess is there more to it? Yeah, so there's a deck building roguelike aspect to it. Then there's escape from style, style puzzles. puzzles. Mm. Uh huh. And a psychological horror into a blood laced smoothie, Steve. Mwah, that is some word poetry. I didn't. So I thought it was just the card stuff. So I, to be honest, I'm more intrigued by the escape room style. There's a lot going on here. I have yet to play a really compelling escape room video game. As someone who professionally designed escape rooms, Steve. They don't translate to the video game experience that well because the whole point of an escape room is you're let loose in this room and you can do whatever you want, whatever you can touch, try to figure it out, you know? Yeah, yeah. But in a video game, it's like I can can scroll through these like five interactables and it usually highlights when I move my mouse over it and it just doesn't, it doesn't translate. Yeah. I mean, it's not escape room per se, but it's kind of that style where I always, I always enjoyed the Phoenix Wright games because it's like you, you see this room, you need to get like, uh, information from information and stuff. And then you use that in like the case and stuff later on. So, and people compared it to like those, uh, point and click adventures because you were like combining random items to solve puzzles. And, um, yeah. Have you never played Phoenix Wright? I don't think so. No. Ooh, dude, you gotta, is it on the thing? You should add that to your wish list. Is it on Steam? Before we get ahead of ourselves, Steve, have you added Inscription from Daniel Mullins Games to your Steam wishlist? Yes, I have. Excellent. I'm very excited for this game. I like the look of it a lot. I want to see a game get escape room feeling stuff right, and I think this mm. is a contender. I haven't done that many like real escape rooms. I've only done two, I think. I worked so. on one in Brantford, and then uh, through school, I worked with a team... Uh, on the Red Bull like Escape Room World Championships, which was pretty hype. I don't know if I ever mentioned that on the show, but uh, yeah. 
I once Uber drived someone to uh, like a job interview, and he was telling me about escape rooms. Excellent. And like, and it was like the job was to design escape rooms in like, Toronto. Oh. Yeah. Was it Secret City? Uh, I don't really remember. No, the, it was. I think Castle. I think it was. Yeah, it was Castle. It was. Casaloma, this is going to be a really stupid fuck question. Casaloma is the actual castle, right? That, yeah, yeah. That, like, was a real castle that now is just, like, for weddings and shit. And, and there's an escape room in it. Is that what the Casaloma is? Yeah, there's, there's like, parts of it. Who was the guy you, uh... I know a guy who worked there. What did the guy look like you Ubered? Oh, I've, I can't remember now. Okay, because it might have been my friend Chris if it was the right time. <laughs> it was in... It, was, it would have been about a year ago. That was him. That was, him. that was probably him. Oh, like, I'm not even messing with you. Oh. oh my god we're gonna have to settle this off the air but if you ubered my friend chris to a job interview that would be so hype very possible did he have like He's a white. baseball cap on big beard i don't know we're, we're talking about a year and a half ago okay true i'll ask him if he ubered to the interview and then we'll get even closer to figuring this out it was either to the interview or to like Casaloma to like do the escape room for for testing because i remember he was talking about that too man like he was he was like um you know, he wanted to, like, do research, I guess. So he was, like, going to the escape room to, like, see it and stuff. Okay, it might not be him then, but we'll, we'll figure this out off the air. You talk to your Chris. You talk to your people, I'll talk to my people. We'll, we'll figure this out. That's it for Wishlist This. If you want to get your game on the segment, we want your game in this segment. If it's made in Canada or partly by Canadians or internationally but by Canadians, get it to us. Contact uh or join our Discord, tweet it, get it to us. I want to talk about it. Do you have a hot take, Steve? I don't really have one. Uh, no, I, I, uh, I mean, there's a couple things that happened, like the epic shit with. Oh yeah. Fortnite. Um, I don't really have any strong feelings about that. No, it's um, just the the big billionaire babies being babies. Yeah, I mean, you called me out where it was like if I had if I had stocks and I would care, but oh yeah, true. if you were any way invested in Epic and or Apple, this would be a much bigger deal for you. Yeah, but at the, as it stands now, I'm just like ah, whatever, I don't care. But I, I question, as someone who's not getting the consoles, or you're most likely not getting the consoles at release, right? Yeah. What what games are you kind of like looking forward to? I guess right now, Ratchet and Clank. Or are you mean are you for the consoles or just in general? Just like for the rest of the year, like what games are you going to pick up? Because for me, it's like you know I want to I want to ball out when I get the system. So mm-hmm. I think like really the only two games I want to get at least like at launch is going to be final fantasy crystal chronicles edition which is like the mm-hmm. gamecube remaster and probably not going to be full price and marvel's avengers mm-hmm. which we you know full disclosure we asked for codes and we might not pay for i think anything else i'm just going to wait and maybe just i might pick up some games on sale here and there but i'm thinking i want to just try to hold off i i said i would with ghost of tsushima and i wish it did but Mm. I ended up copying that but so you're gonna you're gonna splurge like i did that when i when i got a ps4 i think i've talked about this before i was like <laughs> midway through high school i had a part-time job for like two years and didn't spend any of my money so i was just like holy shit like a kid in a candy shop or i guess a kid in a GameStop works just as well i just walked in and like bought like 10 launch games and the console and like spent like half a year's worth of part-time work at a kitchen in like 10 minutes <laughs> yeah like i'll always remember when we traded in the wii u towards the switch and we traded in like the wii u this dbu games we traded in the Wii U in like ten, nine or ten games and got like the Switch and like five games. And so it was just like 
we pre-ordered, you know, Zelda, obviously, and Bomberman, and mm-hmm. One Two Switch, and I think Mario Kart, and and some other stuff. And it was just every now and then I just get a call from EB Games and be like, "Oh, your copy of whatever," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I forgot I did that." <laughs> so That's I have absurd. like all these, I have all these sins to like, you know, sell to EB Games or just get rid of um, if someone you know wants it beforehand, but. Like that—that's what I'm kind of like looking forward to. Just like going in, just take you know one of each, and uh, and just kind of going ham on it. But I'm I'm wanting to try. I'm trying very hard to not like you know try to clear the backlog. So you know I got the Last of Us Platinum and mm-hmm. trying going back to Final Fantasy Seven and things like that. So I'm trying very hard to like um, not pick up these new games. And as someone who is not going to get the new consoles, I wonder if you're kind of taking the same approach. But I yeah, guess I, I I definitely am, and I think. Um this is further cementing my like drift into PC gaming where it's like all the Xbox games are going to be on windows. I already have game pass. Um, P and then, and then the PS five games, cause the, the PS five is going to be extremely scarce this fall. Like, which means it'll probably get like gouged on marketplace and Kijiji, which is where I would want to buy it. Um, so I don't see, I don't see myself picking that up for like maybe like a year or two. I hope sooner because I, I really want to play Ratchet and Clank. I really want to play Demon Souls remake, and I really want to play the new Resident Evil. So, any one of those could be like the the backbreaker for me. Where like if I'm any of games and they have it in stock, I'd be like, ah, oh, shit, I really want it. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, well, I mean, what if they have like a Resident Evil Eight like uh, bundle? That would be tempting, right? And then see, I would be glad I waited because with a bundle, usually you know you save like what like twenty or thirty bucks getting the game included. So yeah, unless you're Nintendo. Unless you're Nintendo, it's true. Um, but yeah, so for me, for the rest of the year, it's really just like whatever, like so much stuff comes to Game Pass, like every two weeks, like 30 or 40 games drop onto Game Pass. And it's new games, right? So today I downloaded Flight Simulator. That's like a $79.99 game, just part of Game Pass. And I'm just going to check that out. So I'm sure for the rest of the year, for me, it'll be like, what's on Game Pass this week? And check that out. As far as games I'm, I'm legit going to buy, probably Cyberpunk, just because... You know, I've been following the hype for so long. Big fan of The Witcher 3. And the game looks absurd. Um, and if I get it on my Xbox, if I ever get a Series X, you'll get the upgrade for free. But I probably just will get it on PC because uh, that's where I'm playing games lately. And beyond that, I, I can't... Like, I have a sticky note here on my desktop, actually, where I put, like, upcoming games. So let me let me open this quick. Because I used to buy a lot of games new. Like, like just that earlier this year, got The Last of Us Part 2... Ghost of Shima, those were day one buys for me, easy, because I knew I wasn't going to play them on uh, anywhere else other than PS4. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Cyberpunk is coming out September, no, it got delayed again, November 19th. Uh, yeah, it got delayed to what is probably the Xbox Series X. Oh, I am like... almost certain that week, or that day has to be it. Especially now with no Halo. It's like... Oh man, yeah, Halo got delayed. But yeah, so probably... The next full price game I'll ever buy is probably Cyberpunk. Mm. Um, there's a bunch of indies like that'll do like, and it's available this week on Friday or whatever, and uh, I'm I'm excited for those too. But everything else just keeps slipping. Psychonauts two slipped to 2021. Death Loops slipped to 2021. Oh yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Oh man, Death Loop looks so good. Um, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles GameCube game. You can play that with me. Although you can get the free edition and play with me. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll play for free. Never never let it yeah. be said that. Oh, you know what, Steve? You know what I didn't talk about, but I'll talk about what we've been playing. Sure. I bought the season pass for Apex Legends. 
Oh, you t- you messaged me that you finally bought some DLC, like some a free to play DLC, and that was it. And oh, okay, I was wondering if that was it. So so hit me up. Why did you do that? Okay, I'll get to that and what we've been playing. But yeah, so for the rest of the year, probably just Cyberpunk, honestly. Unless unless like the stars align, Steve. I don't know. The government gives me like a tax rebate late or something, and I walk in EB Games and like Ratchet and Clank <laughs> and a PS5 and another game are just sitting there like on the counter for some reason. I'd be like. That would that was that would be the situation where I would I would buy a PS5 like probably right then and there. That's fair. Oh, man, I just really want to play Ratchet and Clank. Those games are so good, and they all they're timeless, Steve. They're timeless. The 2016 reboot was so good. One of my favorite games of I would say the whole PS4 generation. Oh really? I was I liked it. I'm just not I'm not super high on it mm-hmm. as as a lot of other people. But I, I played it and I was like, this is dope. And the guns are always so cool and the worlds are always so cool. So I'm excited. I'll play the new one whenever mm-hmm. the hell it comes out. Day one. It's they said that um, one's one of the launch ones, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah, so I'll play it day one easy, but I'm not like you know I don't think there's even a game actually where I'm just like, Okay, I need a PS five to play this thing. I just am gonna get it because I've been tweeting about this like quite a bit where I'm just like, what else am I even really spending my money on lately? Like I'm not going to movies, not mm-hmm. going out for dinner. Mm-hmm. It's like just make sure that Sophia has her school set up and And you're good. And even, and even then, whatever, that's twenty years from now, so got lots of time. Yeah, they can make <laughs> it free by then. When the, the Communist Party of Canada takes over. Could you imagine? I save all this money and then they just make the, the thing free and then I have all this money. Yeah, buy a boat, buy a cottage, do whatever. Yeah. I mean it, it won't have that much. <laughs> Buy half a cot. Buy a down payment on a cottage. <laughs> Not even that right now. Uh, maybe in ten years, I'll be enough. Hopefully, I don't even know what they would do. But anyways, so yeah. As for hot take, yeah, Epic and Apple, whatever. Fall games. Steve's gonna blow a lot of money on a PS5, and uh, Steven's not gonna blow a lot of money on any new games. Just his Game Pass subscription. Yeah, I, it was funny when you mentioned Game Pass because when I loaded it up to download Spirit Fair, I, I saw that undermine was still there and i was yeah. like oh yeah i'd like forgot all about undermine streets of rage 4 came undermine. out there steve like all of these day one great indie games are launching on game pass it's absurd i know actually technically i could play streets of rage 4 on all three consoles which i'm pretty which I'm, you, know, you could nothing's stopping you what I, what I mean is that i actually own like i have a switch copy of physical edition i have right. a ps4 d- download and i have it on xbox yeah you have it everywhere i have it everywhere what a time to be alive me. I know. What a, what a <laughs> Let's talk about what we've been playing, Steve, because I'm anxious to explain why, for the first time in my life, I spent money on a free-to-play game. It's had been it had been a, I don't know, just a, a thing with me. Like I remember the first game where like I looked at a microtransaction screen. I think was probably Fallout Shelter, maybe where like it was like the loot box screen, and I was like, oh, this is dumb. I don't really like this. I don't want to pay. Mm. $26 for a bunch of fake things in a game and, and and then in the years since microtransactions have just got like a horrible horrible reputation um, and then Fortnite spearheaded the battle pass and now every game has a battle pass um, and yeah it was just really and then I got really into the, the Jim Sterling propaganda and uh, am super against that uh, but with Apex I looked at my, I looked at my uh, GOG which is the good old games launcher has like a GOG galaxy launcher where you can connect all your platforms and view like playtime and achievements together. So I looked at my apex thing and it was like 572 hours. I was like, 
holy shit, I've played so much of this game. And the fun thing about the Battle Pass in Season 5, which just ended, was you earned XP and progress normally, just like with everyone else. Like, there was no boost if you had the Battle Pass. So with four days left in the Battle Pass, I was like 10 levels away from finishing it. And I was like, huh. Oh my God. I was like... I could just buy it and then get everything that season. And this is something I want to shout out Respawn for doing. If you complete the battle pass, you automatically get enough of the premium currency to get the next battle pass. Yeah, I didn't make it, but yeah. So I already was past the level where I had unlocked all of the currency to get the next battle pass. So I was like, technically I'm buying two battle passes if you really think about it. And it was like, well, it was like $12 after tax. Like, come on steve those it just it just it made sense and i liked that i got all the skins and it was cool seeing everything unlock at once i opened like 15 apex packs um and now i have this season's pass which just started today which is what i've been playing a little bit today season six of apex legends so yeah that was a that was a big what i've been playing this week huge moment yeah. well i'm proud of you i'm glad you support a game that you put over 500 hours in precedent setting purchase here because <laughs> that's how like, they well, get you the they, of us. as soon as you're invested and that's part of the psychology of it as soon as you put money into something you're more likely to put more money into it and i i remember like early today like i looked at the screen with the new character and i was like oh it's only like 15 bucks so i just wanted to buy the character instead of waiting but i was like no 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 no, no. <laughs> they get they got my $12 for the pass and i know you can earn enough credits to unlock all the characters naturally so i'm just going to do that I only play Caustic yeah. anyway. I would just play her for like one game and then give up. Yeah, true. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of. I played a lot of Apex this weekend to finish the Battle Pass because there's different challenges that will instantly unlock a level of the Battle Pass. So I was trying to get all those out of the way. Um, yeah, I don't like how they do it where it's like it resets every week. Like you do have those challenges that just levels it up, but then you need like XP to kind of get it get the other levels or get mm-hmm. like levels yeah, as well and the it challenge resets, points so like, are c yeah. or whatever so if you if you're like 90 percent away from another from completing a challenge point or whatever and then tuesday hits you like lost all that progress and when i like realized that it just like put me in a tailspin of just like ah, whatever because mm-hmm. i only got to like level 55 or 60 so i have like 450 apex coins or whatever and mm-hmm. i have enough to um like there's like a a six dollar kind of intro bonus or whatever so i could get that and get the next battle pass pretty easy but i i'm only going to do that if i like play the game more because i haven't really played it that much in the last like two months or so Mm -hmm. and and i think they really need cross play because i have i have you i have some friends on xbox i have the friends i play with regularly on pc and as soon like day one cross play i just would just open the floodgates for me to be able to play with like everyone I know who plays Apex and all these platforms. Yeah, like I have, um, I have like a brother-in-law who just like plays this game like nonstop. Um, it's the best battle royale ever made. Eh, I think I, I don't think I'm uh, Fortnite's just was too good. I loved Fortnite, played so much of it. Uh, you know what? I'm not seeing that six dollar Apex bonus thing anymore. Maybe, maybe they got rid of it just to, to snub you. Shit! It was like. Uh, who was the hero from last season? Loba. Loba? It was Loba themed, so maybe... Wow, what a bitch. <laughs> now you know I definitely what? don't want to buy it. <laughs> you know what the second best Battle Royale game, and something I've been playing lately? 
What's that? Fall Guys. And you know how they did Ooh. their season pass, Steve? Just free? It's just free. It's just yeah. you unlock the content as you play. <laughs> Mind blown. What level, what level are you? 27. Uh, it Ooh, goes to nice. 40. And it's exponential. Like Every level is a little bit more XP than the last, which means those last yeah. ones are going to be such a grind. Yeah, and there's a trophy for hitting level 40 in a season, too. So I'm at like 23 or 24 or so. Um, it's but. so good, Steve. I'm going to jump back into that. Yeah, but I was just, playing Fall Guys, too. They added that How many wins are at? Do you know? How many weeks of the season? I don't know if they've announced. It just says season one. There's no, like, days no, remaining no. or whatever. Sorry, how many wins are you at? Oh, wins? Oh, I'm, like, over 10. But I spent some of my crowns, so I don't actually know. And there's no, and we were talking about this. There's no profile screen. You can't look at your wins or rounds completed or races won or anything, which would be really key. Yeah. Um... Oh, we should wrap this up because I hear my baby crying. All and, right, um, hit me with what you've been playing. I, I mainly just played Apex and Fall Guys. I did my Last of Us 2 Platinum run. Got that Platinum. It's good. Delete the game right away. It's mm-hmm. uh, not as good as the first one. It's not. Fall Guys as well. Um, game's just dope. So Undermine, good. which which is just such a good, like, great real quick. Oh, man, she's crying up a storm. Um, Undermine is awesome. I recommend people pick it up. Like, it's it's on Game Pass, so and just Steam. download it. And uh, yeah, it's roguelite. You you it, you don't level up. You don't have a level, but you still you get like increased gear and stuff like that. So it's really really good. Mm-hmm. And kind of like Binding of Isaac style stuff, but like not gross like Binding of Isaac. Um, but the game that I played the most of actually was Marvel Ultimate Alliance three on Switch because mm-hmm. uh, we were at the cottage and was playing Switch and just played a lot of it. And uh, I'm just in a Marvel mood because I'm just excited for the Marvel's Adventures game. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's fine. It's like pretty, it's very stats heavy. Like there's just so many stats and numbers and stuff like that. It's cool, but like, it doesn't really mean anything. Like, it's just like, oh, my durability is up 2%. So it's like five, you know, it's like 500 instead of 480 or something like that, whatever the numbers are. And, uh, it doesn't really mean much, but it's just like neat to see it. Like it's very, I could see you getting lost in it if you wanted to, but for me, it's just like a dumb Diablo clone, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I did play a little bit of We Are Doomed. Also uh, so on the Switch. Codes for that. On Switch now. And uh, it's great. It's, to me, it's like the Woe Dave of Twin Six Shooter. Like, it's perfect for those, like, you know short what, five Steve, that's five, the best things. pitch I've ever heard for We Are Doomed. Yeah. It's like a good five, ten minute thing. Try out Endless. Try out some modes. Wait, have, have, um, we, have we talked about Woe Dave here? Because that's, like, one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. You were trying, you were going for all the trophies. Did you get them? No, I'm working. I, I have the only ones I have left are for getting the high score. So yeah, you're not you're not working on shit. You're never getting that. So no, it's so it's, hard. Uh, <laughs> so it, it's awesome. I recommend picking it up. And so it's cheaper too if you own the other if you own uh, Super, Super Crush, Crush or, or or Graceful Explosion Machine. So also on Switch. Yeah, so good, Steve. So, I play most of it on Vita. Like I'm probably not going to play much more of it because I already played a bunch when it was on Vita mm. or when it came to Vita. So, I'm, but it's it's good. It's fun. Excellent. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go investigate this baby situation while you round out the episode. So give me one second. No worries. I will head into the outro. That's it for episode number 155 of the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to help us keep the site running and covering the Canadian Game Dev scene, you can support us over at patreon.com slash CanadianGameDevs. If you back us there, you get two-day early access to the show, except for this week because Steve is on vacation, an exclusive Patreon-only channel on our Discord, occasional game key giveaways, discount codes for Canadian gaming events, your name at the end of the credits, and the knowledge that you're helping us keep the lights on. 
those credits here are all our patrons who back us at higher than a dollar a month. Huge thank you to Aaron McLeod, Elizabeth Avery, Hanel, Jean Leggett, Jeff Shepstone, Jeffrey Canham, Graph Metal, Kai Hutchins, M5 Games, Nicholas A. Zorko, Nav from the Academy of Games, Pixelnauts underscore Alex, Sean Hayden, Slaughter Neko, and Stacey H. Thank you so much, patrons. And everyone else who backed us at a dollar a month, we appreciate your support. Everything you chip in helps us. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. We'd love to take your feedback. Uh, if you're not on Apple, send us uh, your feedback to our inbox, contact at CanadianGameDevs.com. We're always looking to improve, take, take in feedback. Hop on our Discord, talk to us about the show. I always enjoy talking to Aaron uh, about what he thought of our discussion uh, after he listens to the podcast. It's, it's always a highlight. Uh, so thanks, Aaron, for that. Um, and thank you, Steve, I'm back. for joining me. Yeah, well, that's perfect. I was literally just getting to where can people <laughs> find you online. You know, because on the Skype thing, I could see the closed captioning stuff, so I knew you were... Wait, actually? No, no way. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's cool. Like, uh, we're always looking to improve, take your feedback, hop on, on Discord, talk about the show, blah, blah, blah. So thanks oh again for that. Gosh. Thank you, Steve, for joining me. Um, Stephen L. Crane 8 on Twitter and TikTok and Facebook. Various places. But Canada Game Devs is where I really want you to go. Canadian Game Devs. Canada Game Devs on Twitter. Canadian Game Devs everywhere else. Couldn't fit it. Uh, my baby had a fall, so she oh, no. is not not happy about it. Good thing they're bouncy. Yeah, they're very supple as infants. They're she's got a big butt, so she, when she falls on her butt, it's not that big of a deal. But this wasn't a butt fall. Ah so. uh, no. Yeah, well, she's fine. Um, yeah, and you can find me on Twitter at Stephen Riley, uh, also on TikTok, Instagram, whatever. But of course, follow at Canada Game Devs, which is growing pretty rapidly. We're getting like a hundred followers a week. I'm tracking. Hells yeah. And so, yeah, if you want to join all those amazing people following us, head on over to Twitter. Um, also, check out our site for events, news, and more, CanadianGameDevs.com. And with that, we shall bid you adieu. Thanks for joining me, Steve. Have a fantastic week. Thanks, you too. Yeah, I, and sorry for the, the late recording. but It happens, and we'll, we'll forgive you this time, but never, ever go on vacation ever again. Okay, done. I'm on vacation for the next two weeks, but I don't plan on. We, we're not going anywhere though. We're just <laughs> staycation now, so we can still record now. So it's good. All right, cool. All right, bye. bye. Turning subtitles on. No way. No way. Is it doing it? Where is it like? In the bottom middle. It's it's just... Okay, Steve, start talking. Hey, how's it going? My name is Steven Crane. I like video games. Oh my god, it did it. Like, Does it literally work? Verbatim. Verbatim, Steve. Exactly Holy what you... shit. Are you seeing this? Hold on. I was no, I don't, you... I don't see it. Like, I don't... I, I will send you a screenshot of this. This is, in, this is probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Where like I don't. I'm sending it to you on Discord. Absurd. Wow. You know I don't even mind Microsoft steals all my data because it's pretty cool. Everyone steals your data, so don't worry about it.